Welcome back to the Ultimate Playlist Podcast full of choice tracks. I'm Taj. I'm Dietrich. Um, is it just us? Damn it's him. just us. Okay. Hello. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, it's just us. It's just us. Okay. So, yeah, it, no no Damon uh, this time uh, due to personal reasons. Uh, but I'm going to enact a rule now that it's just the two of us. I want you to call me. I want you to call me Senpai, Senpai Tosh. Yeah, I am older. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If we were in over in Asia, that would make perfect sense. But since we're not, I don't give a damn. <laughs> well, how about this then? Since you don't want to call me Senpai, how about we do anime opening theme tracks for an episode? You know what? I'm not even mad at that. I, I can get with that. You can get with you that? You just said, okay, okay. I right. might have been good, but you said senpai. I'm like, no, I'm not going there. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I got you. Well, I, I don't have a dojo. I can't be a sensei. <laughs> no, they don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> you could be a Hokage of the Leaf Village for all we know. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. So... Yep. So, folks, we're just doing a, a two-host episode, and we're just going to do anime opening track themes. That's the only requirement we had. Um, so, I, you know, I watch anime. Um, you know, I did when I did this episode when we threw it out there. Um, I mainly just went and listened to a bunch of opening theme tracks, not knowing which anime they were for. And I wanted to base it solely off the track itself. It does so happen that it is for two animes that one I had seen before and one that I had started watching just to get ready for this episode. But I'm going to go ahead and start with my first one. And the song is again by uh, Yui. Wait, is that how you were saying? Yeah, you were doing. You um, and man, it's just a. It, I really like the song. Like it really hits. The thing, crazy thing is, it's like she plays the. I mean, it's not crazy, but I mean, it's a female artist. She plays the guitar. She, you know, she bends the strings. Like she is riffing hard on that guitar. And um, it's just a really cool rock song, total classic anime opening theme song. Um, it's actually for Full Metal Alchemist uh, Brotherhood, which is yeah. the reboot version of Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, but and anybody that knows anime, that's like one of the has to be in the top 10 anime that people recommend is Full Metal Alchemist. Like if, if you can get into that, then you can get into anime. So pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. For, for sure. So, but yeah, uh, what did you think of that track? So, okay, so Yui is is she's incredible. She's a singer, songwriter. Um, she plays multiple instruments. I mean, she sold over five thousand to five million physical copies in Japan. Like, she is one of the top J-pop artists that are out there. And and full disclosure, two things that I need to get out before we even go there in the situation. One, we are casual anime watchers. Oh, we yeah, have, that's for sure. Dead set, hard-ass anime watchers that will, will kick your ass in a minute if you don't know the difference. 
between one anime to another. I'm just putting it out there now. Do not beat us up in the comments. We're casual watchers. When I say casual, I mean I have my favorite animes. He has his favorite animes. And we go through and watch them. But do not beat us up in the comments. Because we will bring in some of the show. But it's mostly about the song. Right? Right. And two, the artists that we look up. Um, I'll let everybody that's in here is in the J-pop category, uh, which is Japanese pop. So it's the difference between K-pop and J-pop. J-pop is more assorted for Japanese. Um, they aren't so they're mainstream in Japan, but they're not made for the Western ear, mm. so to speak. Right. So it's it's you'll see a lot of J-pop artists being used in different animes and different shows and series and things of that nature. Uh, but there is an actual genre within itself, whereas K-pop or Korean pop is is mainly taking a, a bite out of R&B and rolling that into its own accord. And it's made for mainstream purposes. So we're separating the two. So y'all won't trip on us and think that, you know, we're going to confuse the two because we're not that dumb. We're, we're actually <laughs> say, say what's the difference between the two. So um, for those who didn't know, now, you know, learn something new every day. No one's half the battle, G.I. Joe. For those who did know, don't, you know, take it as, you know, we're trying to think it's too little or anything of that nature. We're trying to catch up. So that's where this comes from. So, right. um, Julia, she is bomb, bro. Like her, her voice is soothing. Um, this has got more of a, like a older rock sound to it. Like it's got a groove, but it's got more of an older rock sound to it. So for me, I didn't think it was going to, it was going to come off as J-pop. I thought it was just going to come off as like a regular Western rock song. And then it kicks up at a high gear and it's like, oh shit, that's a totally different flow from where I thought it was going to go. So it actually worked out. Um, the, the, the tones, the rhythms, um, like I said, her voice just carries on the track, man. She's cold as hell. And she's cute, too. She's 36. Yeah, I, I would try to get at that, but that's a whole different situation. Um, and the, the syncopation, right? Because there's a yes. part there where, where, like, her syncopation is, like, totally, like, her voice is an instrument unto itself. <laughs> yes. Yes, she definitely knows what she's doing with her octaves. She knows how to play with her tones. Um, she is She is definitely on point. And as far as, like, um, like the background of the song, like um, this song, like went to new heights for her. Um, as far as like career was already pretty much set, but you know this particular track right here, putting it to this anime and this anime being one of the most like worldwide recognized animes, and in, in the fact because the series um just basically captured people's hearts and it taught a lot of people about alchemy, which a lot of people didn't really understand it. Um, like this really did wonders for her. So, um, kudos to you for picking the track. But what do you think about um the song in comparison to the show itself? Like when I look at opening themes, of course I think of our Western world opening theme, right? I think of right. like Family Matters. I think of like uh, Good Time. Well, not Good Time. What I think of um oh what is that uh Family. Dang, what is literally? Family I got guy? like no, not one. Family Guy's one of them, but I got like seventeen different shows running through my head. Um, when well, I think about theme songs and openings and things of that nature, like well, well, here's what's interesting. Like over here, like most of our theme songs are short. Like the the opening theme song for most shows are probably thirty seconds max, maybe sixty. Right? There's not right. a lot of themes that are longer than that. Right? And this is like. Right. <laughs> Yeah, this is a good four minutes, you know, and that's the opening theme. And they, so yes, they kind of chop it down on sometimes, but sometimes they play the whole thing, like every yes. episode. That's why every episode has a skip intro because, you know, yeah, but, it's but yeah, crazy. 
like when I think of like our our theme songs, like you said, perfect perfect example, the friend song. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? The Friends opened the theme. That was an actual song, and they took it and, and made it into the series song, right? right. Um, other than that, if you look at other shows, we really don't have it set like that. We don't take other songs and make them into, uh, you know what I'm saying, an actual opening theme song. They actually create our own theme songs. Whereas over in their world, they will literally take a song that they think is popular or fits good and then put it to an anime and it will just literally jump out and be like one of the best things ever. But it's like you said, it's the whole damn song. Right. I don't know how they get away with that because that, yeah, that cuts into the, the episode. So the episodes really are 22 minutes, 23 minutes because you got your opening and your beginning, your commercials and they take up every damn thing else. Right. So Wait. it's a trip. Yeah, the, the trippy thing was like, I, uh, there's a YouTube video out there of her in a live concert setting. Mm-hmm. And, and then they, they play this, but like, she has a huge crowd. I'm not, I'm talking like stadium, like, oh, it, sure. you know, the whole floor filled, all the stadiums, and she's there playing this song. <laughs> and you're like, it, I mean, it, that just kind of gives you a mindset of like, like, like you said, it, it's either she had the song first and then they chose it for the anime or, or vice versa. But like, that is just kind of, it's not very often you see that <laughs> where you see like, you know, a, an opening theme song played in a stadium arena and the crowd going wild for it. So, <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's definitely that kind of trip. Like, um, she was voted like artist you most want to marry. Mm. <laughs> and also, uh, <laughs> Um, radio, television, Hong Kong's most popular Japanese artist. So she was even at the uh, yeah, MTV uh, Video Music Awards in Japan. Like mm. she, she definitely is is on point. Um, she, there's so many things about her that we could talk about. Like you know her biography. Like she's actually from uh, Fukuya, Japan. Oh, okay. And I, I always said I wanted to go there at one point in time, but I'm like, mm, I don't know. I still gotta gotta figure out if I'm gonna do that or not. But she used to start off like doing like street performances and and playing the guitar in front of everybody, and then she like switched over to the keyboards with the guitars, and then she could play drums and flutes and and violins. Like she's literally all over the place. Yeah. And so, well, well plus I gotta say. Say for for her, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but it's not very often that they're solo artists, right? In Japan, normally it's like girl groups, guy groups, like a solo artist is like kind of, as far as I know, rare uh, in the music industry, but maybe I'm wrong. So, No, you're actually right. This was her original track, right? And for her to be a solo artist over there, that, that says a lot. Because usually all we see, especially being, you know, foreigners and Westerners, all we see is the groups, right? We'll see three girls or we'll see five boys or we'll see eight people in a group. And that's what we tend to be. This for a solo artist to have this much fame and, and, and fortune behind her. Like, that's a lot. That's saying a whole lot. Like this song, she released it in 2009, right? Yeah. Um, they took the song, they put it onto the anime, but the song sold like 110,000 copies in the first week, <laughs> which back in 2009 is like crazy because those were actual numbers. They weren't like generated, you know, downloads or anything of that nature. It was the actual numbers of sales that were flying off of the CDs and things of that nature. So um, just for the fact of she had that out there and it was getting that much like like fame from it, it's like crazy. So, yeah, no, for sure. So. Okay, but what about the anime? What do you what do you think about uh, the brothers? Oh, it it as far as I remember it, I I had watched it. It wasn't that 
I mean, it deviated a little bit, uh, but it didn't. The, the main thing with that one is it's it, the Mercury were like more in it at the beginning, like right at season one, which made more right. sense because it, it just kind of like it, and most some animes are, are guilty of this. Like you have to amp up season three. Right. So you add new elements that like weren't existing before. And this just mm-hmm. kind of made more sense. Like, no, they should have been there the whole time. And so, you know, the reboot was just like, oh yeah, they're there the whole time. Like, you know who they are. Um, right. And then, and then, yeah. The, the other thing is that they bring the, uh, the, the sad character death, I think a season earlier <laughs> in Brotherhood. They do. They yeah. do. Yeah. Cause it, it, it's one of those things like what animes are good about is like, there's always a moment where a fan favorite character will die brutally. And you're like, Oh my God. Like, I can't believe they just did that. You know, it's, it, it's kind of like a, well, I would say that happened in loss, right? It's, it's one of those things where some shows you don't expect it. And then when they do it, you're like, did they just do that? And they're like, yep. They yep. Sure did. They, they killed that character <laughs> off. And then at the end, you hear the happy music exiting. It's like, how, how do you end an episode like that? Is this character gone? And then, you know what is that funny thing about anime characters is like some of them you you know from a mile away because they'll do like little backstories oh, between yeah. the actual stories showing them and then showing like how they got to this point and or if they're saying something like they're so like profound it's like okay that person gotta die like, <laughs> right we're gonna be together forever right we're gonna make this pack and then the next scene you see him get a hole through her chest and <laughs> blown by some like plasma bullet that came out of nowhere and it's like it's crazy bro it's crazy um full metal alchemist so you know for those who don't know what we're talking about you need to go do your homework um we're talking about edward and alphonse elric um, which are basically brothers and their kids. And their dad was a scientist, right? right. And their dad studied alchemy. And one of the biggest things about alchemy is it's a law, which is the law of equivalent exchange. Um, in order to get something, you have to give something. Well, kids got to playing around in his uh in his laboratory, so to speak, which he didn't want them in there. And um, they tried doing an incantation in order to bring something. And Alphonse's body got ate up in the process. Um, what their Edwards. Their Go mom ahead. died. And the yes, dad. Yeah, the, the dad went missing, and then the mom died, and then they figured out like these are the elements that you need to make a human body, and they're like, yes. we're gonna bring mommy back. <laughs> and, and then the doing bo- so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and doing so, brother loses his whole body, and then and the, the elder brother gone. gives up his arms and legs to put his brother brother's soul into a suit of armor. Like that's <laughs> and that's just episode one. <laughs> like yeah. That's just it. And then you have you have these these bad guys called the homunculi who are, you know, dead set on bringing back their master and taking over the earth. Um, and there's so many people that know how to use alchemy in, in form of weaponry and things of that nature. But like you said, you got to give up something in order to get it done. And Alphonse and Edward you know, go through their, their paces trying to, to stop those individuals and effectively trying to get, you know, his brother, his body back and, you know, trying to see exactly what's going on with their dad, which is a whole other story. So we're not going right. to give up the whole story, but yeah. yeah, I need to go watch that if you haven't already watched it. Or if you have watched it, go and rewatch it. Give us some comments and feedback about, you know, certain parts that you might have liked, certain scenes that were like crazy, or the music in it, because it's got a whole shitload of music within those seasons. Yeah, no, for for sure. So Okay, cool. Cool. 
All right. Well, so what did you have for uh, anime opening theme? So my anime opening theme, um, my first one is one that's kind of like near and dear to my heart, right? It's it's one that um, not only did it take on its own like little like thing, especially like with TikTok and, and, and Instagram, everybody trying to sing it, but also just because of the group itself, right? Okay. So um, who I'm talking about is uh, Ikemano uh, Gakari. And if I mispronounce that, don't slap you in the face. But I'm talking <laughs> about the song Bluebird. <laughs> Which, who those who understand or know what Bluebird is, is coming from Naruto Shippuden. And um, Naruto is one of the near and dear to my heart. Um, but this actual group uh, came together. It was a duo. At one point, they were a trio, right? Um, mm-hmm. But then they actually became a duo. So um, they came with this song, and the song was specifically made for Naruto. Uh, she put it. So um, when they dropped this, and like, uh, what was it, 2008? Like, this just went crazy, like bonfire. Like, um, the lead singer literally uh, just literally just killed the song. Like right. her her intro, like literally just set the pace for the whole rest of the song, and it's not one of those. It's like traditional rock, but it's got the rock elements. And for me, it was everything that was in there. The patient takes syncopation kicks in, and like this this the sounds, the aromatic sounds that are behind her voice, and how everything like picks up, uh, and it's got different transitions that it goes into. Like this to me was like the ultimate making of an anime song. Right. And when no. I say that, and I don't mean it lightly. I mean like it's really like it hits all the points of an anime track with if you listen to it. So that's my thought. What do you think? Yeah, no, for for sure. I mean it, it does have it and even the, the track that I picked before that, it, it has that uh that thing where like it kind of start, starts out soft and then it hits hard. And yes. and so you know that's kind of a trope because you know you kind of started off soft and have the title track and then you hit hard and show all this like montage of all the characters right, uh, but yeah this song was amazing. Now I, I will say I dropped off on uh, Naruto. I never finished the first season, and if I'm right, this is when he's older, right? Teenager no, or adult? Not, uh, Shippuden, yeah, Shippuden is when it's the second phase of Naruto when he's actually not an adult. He's a he's still a kid, but he's a little bit older because of everything they went to in the original Naruto. Um, yeah. So Shippuden picks up right right when he's coming back to the to the Hidden Leaf Village, where he's gone off and done his his own individual training. And you can tell he's a little bit older. Like Naruto is a bratty ass kid. Like he literally was like the town misfit. Like nobody really liked him. Nobody wanted to be around him. He got a scrappy ass voice. Like he's very hard to to listen to, but. He he was a kid that knew how to fight. And even though he wasn't the best at fighting, he wanted to get better. He wanted to be the Hokage of the village, uh, which is like the, the chieftain of the village, so to speak. So that was his dream goal. Um, inside of him, however, he's a Jinchiriki. So he's a host body to a demon or a spirit. And in this situation, he was the spirit inside of him is a Nantales box. And that's he's like like a beast. Like he's totally the beast. He wants to kill everybody. He wants to ravish the world. He wants to do all this shit. And Naruto's got to hold him inside while still using his power to be a good ninja. 
You know what I'm saying? Some people in the village use ninjutsu. Some people use, you know, um, just straight up fighting techniques. Some people use actual like um, powers to be, but everybody's got their own thing that they're contributing to to the village. And Naruto is just one of those kids that like you wind up fighting for him because he's the underdog. And this particular track right here, like how she starts off, you can go through all the TikTok videos in the world. <laughs> like, as soon as she hit that voice, it's like, oh, oh. It's like, man, everybody in the ears perk up. Like, oh, man, is Naruto on? Let's go watch. Sorry, right. man. So, so I will say this because, like, uh, like I said, I, I hadn't actually seen uh, that that anime series, uh, but I, uh, you know, I did watch the opening track uh, of the mm-hmm. anime, but then I stumbled across <laughs> a, a rabbit hole. Which there's so you know in America we have NPR we have Tiny Desk Concert right which is like it you know bands come in small room play a thing in Japan they have a YouTube video called the first take and so I saw they had it with this right and basically what is it's it's like the artists come in they do the whole song in one take and they don't cut the camera well they'll jump to other cameras but the, the it's very much the way it seems like it's designed is the whole thing is one take and so she is singing this song and you're like she is putting everything into it and it's one of those it's like it's kind of like operatic almost like you see her putting yes. everything into it, but she's not like reaching high notes and blowing, you know, breaking glass and, bl- 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 you know, <laughs> making your eardrums bleed. But like she is right. putting everything into it and you can see it in her face and it's like just mind boggling. But yeah, so it, that was it. That was a cool thing to, to actually see the artists. And then I, like I said, I went down that rabbit hole of watching other videos <laughs> by uh, that, that were the first take. I actually found a, a UA one. Uh, which it was a, a different song, but yeah, th- that was interesting to to see that for sure. So you know, man, it, like <laughs> you say, it started off like um, it's it's just crazy. Like it, it's for for a trio, and then drop down to the duo, and then of course you got your Philly and band pieces or whatever. But um, it was Yoshiki Mizuno and uh, Kiyoshi uh, Yoshika. Don't don't hit me on these pronunciations. <laughs> Right. I apologize. Um, you know, but uh you know, Yoshiki and actually uh Hodaka Yamashita, uh they were like childhood friends since like six years old. They literally came together and then they got with uh Kiyoi. Um and Kiyoi just came in and she just blew everything out the water. So, you know, they're known for um not only uh Naruto, um, but I remember correctly, no, that was another group. Sorry, my bad. Um I was going to say, that's the other group that I was going to be talking about. Oh, okay. Um, because that group has multiple things that they're known for. Um, but uh, they've won, like, Gold Artist Awards 2009 for Best Hit Song Festival. Um, uh, they also released a fourth album at that time, which is Hajimara No Time. And that, that hit the charts over there, the Oricon charts. Um, they've been on Olympic broadcast. Like, they've been all over the place, right? Um, they even uh, did a, a song called uh, Baku, which is on Boruto, which is uh, Naruto's son. Oh, okay. It's the next generation of Naruto. So, um, you know, they've also done a couple of other things. Power of Hope, uh, Precure, Full Bloom. And that's one thing we need to talk about, bro. Some of these damn anime series names, <laughs> bro. <laughs> <laughs> What is, what is the deal with the names? Like the, the, some of the names be just all over the place. 
Well, it, I think so. It, here's just to get my kind of history with anime. Like, uh, I I first started with anime back in the 80s, 90s when uh, pen pals used to record stuff on VHS and then ship them around the world and share them. Right? Like, the, it wasn't easy to get anime back in the 80s, 90s. That's how I right. saw. Uh, Nausicaa was a VHS copy that was shared with the pen pal Castle Cagliostro. You know, uh, these are all Miyazaki films, right? But that's from there where I kind of continued was, you know, uh, Yo Yo Hakushu. I watched, um, you know, uh, Princess Nine. Oh, one of my uh, favorites. Yeah. <laughs> right. But uh, the thing is, it, I like 90s, 2000s, I dropped out of anime because. They just, I don't know, they lost something and it just kind of got, it, it got weird for me. But I will say that I am coming back more on anime now because like now they're just doing something. Before they were kind of doing something to please everyone or they were going like really weird specific on stuff. And now they're just like, our show is this. We're, we're not trying to please everyone. You know, if we're this, we're this. Like we're just going to be true to what we are. And, but what I do notice is a lot of show titles are getting a lot longer. <laughs> like show yeah. titles used to be like one, maybe three words. Now they're doing like <laughs> they're doing a Fiona Apple. Like it's a whole it's a whole sentence <laughs> is the show title. <laughs> Dude, this is this is such a weird situation. Like you, you said it perfectly. Like I'm used to back in the day. Like when I my first bit of anime that I just literally latched on to was Akira, which mm. is like considered one of the best anime movies of all time, right? Right. Um, so from there, I thought that's what anime was supposed to be. And now I look up and I see, um, I'm in love with my second grade teacher, but she doesn't know that I exist. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, like, um, uh, the, the, the most rayest person in the world gets shipped to my country in order to save my land. Like, that's the title? Like, what the hell? Like, it's, it's, right. it's like the craziest stuff. Is it, is it, oh, is it bad to hit on a girl in a dungeon? Like, right, yeah. <laughs> it, it, I, I like I like the concept, and I haven't watched it yet, but, you know, uh, delicacies in dungeons or something like Yes. <laughs> Their concept is like they're not good adventurers, but they are good chefs. So they're just going to go into dungeons to find new ingredients to make meals. You're like, okay. (laughs) Really? (laughs) That's what we're doing? Okay, cool. Yeah. (laughs) You know, my high school was an underground prison. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) 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 I don't. I don't get some of the titles, but it's not for me to get. It's just, right. you know, it is what it is. And it may, some of it is the human translation of it that, that makes the name bad. Um, you know what I'm saying? Other parts is not so much just the translation. It's just the closest thing you can get to. You're trying to separate yourself from somebody else. Yeah. But yeah, it's a trip. So how did, all in all, how did you feel about this particular song and, and about oh. No, it's it was a smash hit for sure. Like it, it's like you said. I mean, it it helps. It's for Naruto, but the track itself, and like I said, what really helped was seeing seeing her sing it uh, without like live. It's like mind blown. Like yeah, that song. Yeah, you like you said, you could put that on anywhere, and people are like, you know, instantly know what it is. It's instantly recognizable, and it just rocks. And 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 that was one of the things. Like when I was listening to stuff, I, I mean. 
I'm not trying to say they all sound similar, but you know, it's one of those things. Some J-pop can kind of sound really similar, and this is just very distinct for it. And that was kind of my thing that I was trying to go for with the ones that I picked, which I try and get something distinct or an element of it that was very distinct. And I enjoyed this one a lot for sure. So cool. All righty. What's what's next on your list, man? What what you hitting me with next? <laughs> okay. So uh I'm hitting you next with a song again. I heard the song first. I thought it slapped. Um, it was very unique. I didn't know anything about the anime. Um, now I know there's some, you know, <laughs> controversy with the anime. I, I it's interesting. I mean, I've been watching the anime. I'm okay with it. But uh, the song itself is mainly what I went for. And so I went for a song um, that's by a band called Mad Kid. And the song itself is called Rise. Um, so this was released in 2019. Now, I did watch, so I watched the, before I watched the anime, I watched the music video that was the, the opening track theme. And then I did watch the music video where it's the actual artists themselves. Um, it is a boy band where all five of them are the bad boys. <laughs> That's literally how that music video looks. It, it's what's interesting is I've seen some other screenshots where they, they look different. <laughs> so I'm not sure if they're like trying to take that off, but like very much when they released this song in that music video, all five of them are the bad boy. <laughs> like, I don't know which is the batter of the five, but they're all trying to be the bad boy. <laughs> in it very much in, in the style and looks and, and hairstyle but what really struck me about this is um that it's duolingual because it's it, it's yeah. japanese and english yeah they're rocking it out and they're rapping and the guy that raps i mean he is a good spitter i'm just saying there's that pace and doing duolingual like there's plenty of uh, people in the states that would like be, be would like to be able to rap like that in my in my sense like he was rapping really good i felt like so yes uh, and so th that's why this stood out and it's i know there's been other animes that have done rap i know uh samurai shampoo was probably the first one right that had a, a rap uh intro opening track yes and as the actual intro opening track yes yeah and so, like, I know it's not new on that, but I just, it, I went for this because, it, like I said, it, it stood out. And it, I probably should have gone and listened to Samurai Shampoo's opening track, to be honest. But I stumbled upon this and it just kind of stuck with me. So, oh, no, it's all good. Like, they, and you know what I like um, about this particular group? One, like, you could tell that they released their songs first, right? So, okay. they, they, they are, I, what do I want to say? I want to say they are an actual formidable boy band, right? Oh. Um, they got two or three members that rap. Um, they've replaced members. And, and what I like about this particular band, like you got members that are former members and they'll drop out and they'll bring in somebody else in order to replace them. And uh -huh. then they'll, they'll make them phases. So phase one was the original group. Phase two is this next group. And they just keep it going like that. And it's like, oh, shit. I didn't realize they, they specify which which group is which group and, and which during which time, like all the people together. So that was thought that was cool. But yeah, you were right. Every single one of them has got a bad boy edge. Every single one of them has got their own like different style and what their delivery is. 
Um, but when they come together, they are all in sync and enduring the fucking moves and everybody just kicking ass and taking names. And they got like fucking 50 videos out there, bro, of everything <laughs> that they've done. So it's a trip to see like um the rock and the rap and and the groove and and the the choreography all bringing together. And it's like I watched like 10 different songs that um they came out with, and one of the albums was literally dedicated to the show. Um, so it was like, oh shit, this this is a whole album. Like, oh wow, that's crazy. So the song that you picked was was hard as hell. I liked it. Um, I, I definitely, if I didn't know that it was attached to an anime, I would just think that they were J-pop artists that were just popular as fuck and didn't know nothing about them, didn't know anything about like what like their their winnings, like anything that they've done, but they are actually accomplished like artists. So that in itself like piqued my interest a little bit just to see, you know, what all was about them and then start looking up on them and like their fans are ridiculous. <laughs> Their fans are so ridiculous, bro. It's like it's not even funny how how much like everybody is on them and what they got going on. It's like you would think of um I can't even think of the name of the the K pop group that's over here, but like over there, they're just as big, if not bigger. So oh, okay. it's a trip for real, for real. Yeah. When what's crazy is 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 you're right in that sense where they were probably that they're banned before the anime because the anime, the first episode starts with no opening track. When the episode ends, that's when they do the opening track sequence and it ends with the song. And you're like, yeah, I mean, it, this, you know, they paid for the song and they're like, yeah, we're going to use this super effective on that first episode to get people hyped for the second episode. Exactly. exactly. And, and, and that, and that's how they do it. They hold it, they hold it, and then they release it right at the end. And you're like, you're like, yeah, I want to watch episode two. <laughs> <laughs> and be all into it. And you know what? It's crazy because this actually made me go watch some of like uh, the anime itself, the uh, Rising of the Shield Hero. Yeah. And I was like, this shit is bomb. Like you've never, you've never really had a hero that was a defensive hero. Right. You know what I'm saying? Especially somebody that doesn't have any other weapons. He's just got a shield. He's going to whoop your ass by letting you expend all your energy first. And then he's going to beat the shit out of you with the shield. And it's crazy. Like he's big on defense, but it's, it's kind of funny because it's also like controversial. And I was like, what's so controversial about it? But it was like, okay, now I see why. So talk a little bit about the controversy that comes up with it. Well, so it, I guess I don't know the exact controversy. I just know people didn't like it, but then they got renewed and then they got renewed. And, and the one video I saw was like, they were complaining about how the, you know, kind of the plot gaps on it and kind of how he suffers from, uh, from a hero character <laughs> syndrome, like nothing's bad can happen to him because he's the hero character. Mm -hmm. um, what I find interesting, so I'm coming off of watching uh, uh, Goblin Slayer, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't get me why I I like Goblin Slayer, like, but the thing is, like, I don't know why this one is gained so much flack more so than Goblin Slayer, but Goblin Slayer is like just so straight to the point, like he is such a dry character. And this is kind of, it's weird because this one's more about like, this guy gets no respect. Like this guy is Danger Rodney Field, <laughs> the yes. shield hero. Like he gets no respect. That's pretty much like his tagline. Like anything that can happen to him that <laughs> makes him disrespected will. <laughs> but you know why though? 
That's the thing. <laughs> he just Goblin Sayer. Okay, we'll come back to that because Goblin Sayer <laughs> is my shit. But he and this one, the reason why he's he's getting disrespected so badly is because his name is tarnished. Um, oh yeah, yo, he he was a a big like hero knight type situation, and then the princess who was you know just a bratty little bitch. Just yeah, I, I said it. I put it out there. Right. I said it. I, I can say what. But yeah, she she basically framed him right and saying yeah, he's trying did. to do something to him and and basically make the whole kingdom like turn against him right. And now he's trying to get his honor back one step at a time. And right. no matter but, what he does, everybody's still looking at him fucking crazy. Oh yeah. So like, if there was a Me Too movement at that time frame, that would have been it. Like he he would have oh, been canceled. Yeah. Yeah, but but to his point, it's like I didn't want to come here. He was summoned there. Like yeah. why even some? Like the thing was, even before that happened, he was summoned there, and the king was already throwing shade at him. And he's yeah. like, "Okay, why am I? Like you summoned my ass here. Like why am I getting shade for nothing I chose to do?" And like it just goes downhill. Like there's yeah, yeah. he can't can't say anything to save his life. So he yeah. can't win for losing, but exactly. he still got his um his own honor in tech and he's gonna try and try to like get it back for everybody else. And it's like, oh, you're you're fighting the uphill battle there, buddy. But yeah, yeah. You know, that's uh, that's a whole other situation. Now Goblin Slayer, like you said, if anything was gonna be controversial, that should have been it. Because in the first damn episode, not <laughs> only right. you got motherfuckers getting cut up and beat, but you got fucking gang rape going on in that bitch with some right. damn goblins. Like, what the hell does a goblin know about trying to rape somebody? Like, that shit was crazy. Right? I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. And yes, the main character is one of those one of those guys um, that, you know, doesn't have too much depth to him. But when you think about it, he doesn't have to. All he knows is his family got killed and privileged. Oh, what do you call it? Oh, not, not privileged. I can't even say the word right now. Um, well, his um, sister pillaged. got killed in a oh, pillage. Yeah, yeah. yeah pillage. The, the village pillaged. got pillaged. Um, yeah. they were, you know, all the women there were raped and killed. His sister was raped and killed in front of him, and he was just hiding under the board like like a scared little kid. And he came up like ready to fuck something up, and it was all about killing goblins. He don't care about nothing else. Anything yeah. else is going on, he can get two shits about it. <laughs> yeah, he starts growing in the episode, but he can, he can get two shits about it. He just wants to kill goblins, and Wait, and. He kind of reminds me of like a night Batman, like, but it's yes. this Batman that just wants to kill goblins. Like that, that's it. Like, he's just like, is there goblins? Yes, like, did it. the goblin go there? Cause I'll go there with goblin. Went there. Right. Right. <laughs> if, if it's an adventure now, nah, I don't want to do that shit. Am I killing goblins though? That's what I want to know. Like, if I'm not, if I'm not killing goblins, then I don't want to be no part of that shit. Like, oh, there's goblins there. Okay, cool. I'm on the way. Like, <laughs> Like he said, I don't know shit about nothing else, but I know about goblins and I know how to kill them and I know what they do. <laughs> he said, they're not smart, but they're not the dumbest creatures in the world. It's like, that's his tagline. I'm like, I love that shit. <laughs> right? like, yeah. he, he tries to like downplay them, but give them credit at the same time. It's like, oh man. But yeah, this is this is like that where he's got his own hero complex and he wants his name to be cleared, but he doesn't realize just how much of a battle he's got to go through in order to get that shit done. And the song like hits off on all parts. Like it's it's totally in that underdog realm of, of songs and, and like 
Um, you know, this is this is gonna rock out. That uh, the the graphics on it is crazy, but them as a group, I did not think they were as big as they were until I looked it up. And when I looked it up, I was like, oh shit, we're dealing with a bona fide like like actual popular group here. So it's like, okay, that's what's up. I'm not mad at them. And yeah, all of their videos, they may be different types of videos, but they're all the same. They all got the bad boy image. Every single one of them got on something crazy. And every right. single one of them is doing some crazy shit until they come together as a group and they do the choreography. It's like, okay, that's what's up. I can give with that. Right. Well, and you mentioned something that was interesting because like, you know, here in the States, you know, we have, you know, we have classic rock bands like the the Eagles or, you know, you may have like Journey or like something like that, right? And you may go right. see them, but it may only be like one or two of the original people, but they still go by that name, right? Yeah. And they still, but they know how to replay the classic hits. That's an interesting concept, what you're talking about with Mad Kid, where it's like, this was phase one, and then some of us left and came back, but we're still Mad Kid, right? Yeah. I, I've not known a group to do something like that, where it's like, hey, the name is the same, and we're all interconnected because whoever was here brought somebody on, right? But we're still the same group. And it's like, I'm not sure, is that something? I mean, it's happened. It's happened throughout, you know what I'm saying, Western history as well as their history as well. It's just, we they don't call it the phases like they do over there. Gotcha. Like over there, they'll call it phase two, phase three, um, to, to, to signify that if something has changed, but we're still representing the group. Like you got Destiny's Child, you know, they have four members and then two of them left and then you got one that comes in, but they're still called Destiny's Child. You oh. got, um, uh, what is it? Uh, you had two different groups of the Temptations going on at the same time. That <laughs> shit was ludicrous. There was lawsuits all over the place. You can't use that name. Well, we're original members of the group too, so we can use that name. And yada, yada, yada. Like the group Menudo. When Menudo came out in the 80s and you didn't realize that the kids were switched unless you just really paid attention to it because otherwise it was still Menudo. So like it was it's all over the place. You've seen um different bands that, that had different names. Uh Molly Crew, you know, they they changed, you know, uh oh, what was the what was the other one? Um Van Halen. Van Halen changed singers, lead singers, and yet they're still Van Halen. You know what right. I'm saying? Whether you like or you like Eddie or whether you like you know, Van Halen, or you like anybody else, like David Lee Roth, like it was still Van Halen at the end of the day. Right. So it, it's happened, but they didn't say Van Halen phase two. Right. <laughs> That's the kind of shit that trip me out. So, but yeah, man, this was a hell of a pick, bro. I'm not even mad at you. <laughs> oh, thank you. So I thought rock out. So yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, what did you pick for for uh, your second song? Now, my second song was kind of a, my second song was a hitter, but my second song was kind of, what's the best way to put this? So my second song, um, it's based off of a show, uh, NNO, uh, Shibota, or Blazing Fire Brigade was, is the way it's actually pronounced, but then they made it a little bit shorter. And um, it actually came from a show called Fire Force. Okay. Fire Force to me, First season was fucking badass. Second season, they start doing those filler episodes that I don't necessarily <laughs> really like, but 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 the story still carries on a little bit. Right. Um, they're supposed to come out with a third season. They haven't dropped it, but you know, I'm, I'm hoping that that they're gonna put something together. But my band that came from there, um, it's kind of one of those older bands, like we've talked about before. It changed over over people and characters. Okay. Or not characters, but people inside the band. 
Um, but you know, it's it's definitely a Japanese band that that you know has paid their dues. So it's uh, Mrs. Green Apple. Uh, the name of the song was Inferno. Okay. And that's the opening song for Fire Force and for season one. And you know, Fire Force is is one of those that um is near dear to my heart only because, like I said, I I watched through it. And I, I had to deal with some shit, but the opening song I never skipped it. I never skipped the opening track. Yeah, you got skipped intros or other parts that you can skip. <laughs> that was one of those I never skipped because that just came in rocking hard to feel. And, um, you know, that group also, if you didn't know, uh, the band also did the, uh, the opening theme for Yu-Gi-Oh! the RV series as well. Okay. So, yeah, they definitely got their hit as far as, like, starting off. And so, in 2015, they came together, they did this band, and, like, it's it's been around for a little minute, and they've been changing members in and out, but they actually started in 2013. Um, and this particular song, Inferno, I, I was like, there's no other opening track for this particular anime. You can try to throw in some stuff, but this just, just got the, the, like, the essence of what the anime was for. This was made specifically for this anime, right? And so they got the essence down with this intro track because there's different syncopations in it. Um, but it's definitely a rock heavy track and it's definitely one of those that, that get your blood going because it's, it's just full octane energy and not to throw in any puns, but it's definitely something that I thought, you know, it's, it's a lot of songs that are out here that they put for anime shows that you'll associate with the show, but some of them are not made for the show. It does not make, you know, the show great or, or, or make you want to watch the show just based off of the opening. This opening made me want to watch the show. Right. And especially no. watching the video for it, it made me just, uh, it invited me in like so, so happily. So I, that's what I was liking about it. What do you think? No, it, I, I like it for, for sure. Like this one, it, you know, we had talked before, like how uh, some of those anime shows kind of start off soft. You have the tile card and then they hit hard. This one just yeah. starts like, <laughs> it doesn't, like you don't have time to buckle in and it's already taking yeah. off. <laughs> Balls to the wall. Exactly. Balls and, uh, to the wall. Yeah. No, I, I, I liked it a lot. It when I was uh you know looking for the, the video, so um I'm trying to think because I know I saw the opening track video. I'm not sure if I saw one with the actual band. I stumbled across a group that was like these three guys and they didn't even do the whole song, but like they did right. it a cappella. It, it like just the, the lyrics and like that part is crazy itself because so much of the melody is in the lyrics, like not, yes. not even just the, the, the instrumentals, like the lyrics itself has a lot of the melody and, and you're like, but yeah, it's, a, it's a great song for sure. Yeah. And I, I've seen the first episode. I'm not sure why I didn't stick with it. I should have stuck with it. It was just the anime was kind of a weird dynamic because is it, a demon, a kid yeah, with a demon what? in him, uh, working for a church that's trying to, you know, take care of de other demons. And you're like, okay, I'm not sure if this is quite my thing. So I should have stuck with it. So, but yeah. So you can always go back to it. That's not yeah. a problem. Um, so I, I would say this the best thing about this particular show is the fact that it does have a basis. Like there was a cataclysm that happened in the States. 
and, and all of a sudden everybody burnt up, right? But then right. we started rising from that and those that were survived actually carried on. And so what do you think about burning? Um, that it hurts a lot. Probably hell, because, well, it seemed like there was a little bit of religious theme in there, right? Because it's a church and they're trying to ex- uh, not excommunicate, uh, um, uh, exercise. They're trying to exercise demons. So probably humans did something to open up a gateway to hell is what I'm going to guess at knowing anime series. You're not too far off there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, that's kind of like it, it, it's, it's kind of like the opposite of Evangelion, <laughs> where it's like, you know, Evangelion okay. angels are trying to kill us, you know, and this it's it, demons are trying to kill us because we messed up and messed with stuff we shouldn't have. <laughs> right. Nah. So this one is a, is a little bit funny because, um, you know, you have to separate church and state. Right. Well, right. In this situation, what they did was they came together. And the reason they came together is because um, the, the one of the best, or not one of the best, one of the hardest things about dying is, you know, it, it's all, it's a morbid subject, but there are so many different ways to die, right? Right. But right. to die by fire is like one of the worst ones that you could think of because you don't have any any control in the situation. Like if you're burning from the inside out and you spontaneously combust, oh yeah. that's some crazy shit. But not only do you spontaneously combust, now you're turning into a sort of demon in doing so. And so you have two different forces. You have the firefighters that actually fight regular fires, and then you got the fire force, which there are eight districts that actually fight these demons. Or they're called internals. And they call internals because literally they're they're in inside burnout and then they turn into like a demon on fire. And so some of these individuals, there are three different classes. There's there's um you know class one. Um, that is a uh, first generation that's those that you know are fighting the fires, but they don't really have a whole lot of things to do with it. And then you got a, a second generation people that are born and they can actually manipulate fire. Like they can't make it, but they can control it, whether it be somebody that can shoot a gun, but can control how much burst is behind the bullet right. to control how much speed comes out or somebody that um, can literally control or smell when a fire is about to start because they can sense it. Like they can see the trail of fire coming around the way. Um, then you have a third generation which is those that can create and control fire. And our particular uh, protagonist in this situation is kind of a, it's kind of an anti-hero thing. Um, his family, his brother and his mother were burnt in a house fire. So he was told. And so he wanted to be a part of fire force so he could, you know, distinguish or find the demon that killed his family. Right. Because right. there's an internal internal demon that came in and actually killed his family. Well, um, he actually develops his own his own power, which is he's a third generation. Remember, I said they can control and start right. initiate. Well, he's got a power called the Devil's Footprint, which basically his fire starts in his feet, and he can literally use his feet like a rocket booster. He can fly. He can go all over the place with his fire. But unbeknownst to him, his actual power is like a demonic power. <laughs> 
And there's a group of people out there trying to get a hold of him to try to make another cataclysm to burn the rest of the people of the world that didn't burn in the first one. Oh, man. And so it, it becomes a whole deeper situation because, yeah, he's a firefighter trying to put out the fires. And the reason why the church is involved is because they have priestesses that are there that are say prayers for the souls that are burning. So that they can, you know, move on to the plane, to the next, or to heaven, whatever the case in point may be, so they can save their soul. Their their body is burnt up, but they're trying to save their soul as best as possible. Gotcha. So that's how they get involved. But you know, in in uh, Station Eight, which is where he's stationed at, they're the good guys because there are a couple of stations that are crooked. Um, they they don't want the best interests and in heart for the people. They're doing other nefarious things, and you know, their secret mission is to try to find them out and figure out what's going on here and and how do we stop people from spontaneously combusting? And because it just happens randomly, or so they thought. And it's just, just it's the whole thing that you can get into when it comes to Fire Force, bro. Like, if you gotcha. can pick it back up, get into it, because there's so many other deeper pieces behind it, and it's crazy. Okay. Well, yeah, it it, it, it sounds good. It, and like I said, it, I I did enjoy the, the parts I did see of it. It was just, it, it I don't know. It, it sounded like from what you described, it sounded a little too complex for me at the time. And maybe I just needed to circle back around to it. Like I was, but it, it I, I'll give it a second shot for sure. So, okay. Yeah. But yeah, if there was any rock song to like rock out to it. Oh yeah. In the move for it, this was <laughs> for it. sure. Yeah. This was it. <laughs> yeah. And it, there's nothing more gangster or, or rock than a, than a band called Mrs. Green Apple. <laughs> right. <laughs> That is like the complete opposite of what I love. And I've always said this before, like, I hate bands with cool ass names and their songs suck. Like Savage Garden, I thought was going to be like the best band in the world. I'm like, oh, my God. No, never, never. I can't do it. But this one is the complete opposite. Mrs. Green Apple sounds like, you know, the neighbor across the street. <laughs> or or the lady that bakes apple pies on the corner and, and, and gives them to you for free or somebody that you'll find in a corner store in the name of an apple brand that you just happen to love. And they're just total rock bastards. And I love right. it. Well, I love yeah, it. I, I you probably don't know, but like I was kind of wondering on that because I was like, kind of where mine, mine went for Mrs. Green Apple, it's like it's the, the evil stepmother right selling the poison apple like it's mrs green mother oh, like like and that's why it totally rocks it's, it's like yeah like i'll give you something but it's gonna be straight up poison <laughs> and that's what the, uh, like, that's this song like, that. like it's giving you straight up rock poison <laughs> like I'm, I'm about to fuck your world up <laughs> exactly. right now right. with a smile on my face as i do it exactly so Oh man, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. You gave me a new perspective. I appreciate that. So, if I come across anybody named Green Apple, I'm just gonna run. That's all I'm gonna do. So, damage. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, uh, was there anything else before we wrap this up? I'm mad you said Goblin Slayer, bro. I gotta go back (laughs) and finish that. Oh. Yeah, the second season's good. Like it, it, it improves. It, it keeps it keeps improving. Like it, it gets 
it gets beyond its growing pains. And then like, now it's just like straight up grumpy Batman <laughs> as a knight, basically. Oh yeah. 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 Damn. Did I see second season? I got second season. Okay. He actually takes his helmet off. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. He doesn't in, in the first season, but like it, he very much in the second season still keeps it on. Like, yeah, that's the weird thing. Like this is like, like anime is one of those things you gotta love. And, and anime is one of those things where, they're, I mean, they take elements they like, right? So, like, yeah. it's taking elements from The Mandalorian straight up because there's a ton of scenes where he's like, just lifts it up to take a drink of water and then puts it down. It's like, he just straight up trying to be The Mandalorian. You know? Yes, yes, all damn day. <laughs> all damn day. <laughs> but, but that's the thing, like, anime does that, but it makes it its own thing. Like, it will plagiarize to the wazoo, but it makes it its own thing. So, yeah. Like, how did you put a mask on underneath your mask? <laughs> <laughs> trying, to, trying to keep from being poisoned, but, but somehow you don't take your mask up in order to do it. You just keep your helmet on and try to put it up underneath. Like, that shit made no sense to me. But, but he's doing it. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because because right now, like the weird thing is like the, the second season is it's turned into not fully, but it's turned into a bit of a harem anime because like every single woman wants <laughs> wants Goblin Slayer. Yes, because he's stoic. <laughs> he's he's the he's the silent. He's the, the the brewing silent type that, that women can't figure out. And he ain't giving two shits about them. He just wants to kill Goblin. And they think it's something more deep about him, like he's got a mystique to him or something. And it's like, nah, he just wants to kick ass and take names. That's all he wants. He makes it so simplistic and it works for him and it's crazy. I'm going to start doing that shit. I'm not going to say nothing. I'm just going to sit there and be quiet and let you think that I got something on my brain when I'm really just thinking about basketball and getting something to eat. Like, I'm going to start doing that shit. See if my wife picks up on that. She might want to have more sex for that. That, that. that works. Damn. That's crazy. I just thought about that shit. Yeah, right. okay. Go away around your wife for like 10 hours and don't say shit. Right. She's going to be like, what's wrong with you? What are you doing? And then she's going to be like, oh, is he, is he mad at me? Did I do something? Oh, what, what can I do to, to like fix that? This shit works. Man. Okay. That's what's up. Uh, so, but yeah. Well, we, we recommend you watch as much anime as you want to. Uh, I feel that it's, it's gone better <laughs> in the past years for, for sure. So there's, but the thing is, there's just way more of it. Like you can stream yeah. that much of it. So, um, but yeah. So, but I've enjoyed it a lot. So shout out to all the streaming platforms that didn't give us, you know, before we couldn't watch all this anime. Now we can sit up and watch anime all damn day and ain't got to worry about trying to watch real shit because, you know, <laughs> real world sucks right about now. So, right. So, okay. All good. Well, this has been Choice Tracks. Uh, you can find us on choicetracks.com or email us at choicetracks at gmail.com. Both of those end with a Z. Uh, we have matching playlists on both Spotify and Pandora. And we ask that you please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Let's go and sign out. I've been Taj. I've been Dietrich. <laughs> oh, and, yeah, Damon's not here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Damon. Hey, right. Uh, your speedy, speedy recovery and whatever you're doing, bro. Get back here so we can make talk shit about you. But um, yeah, uh, we've been um, you know, sitting here doing a podcast. We love y'all very much, and uh, we're gonna pick up the needle. But y'all keep spinning those toy straps. <laughs>